Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you because you are a loving God and you are love. Everything that you do for us and to us is simply love. And I also thank you because we cannot love you enough. But we are grateful that you, you love us enough. Your love for us is more than what we can ex explain. And if we try to find words, your love is indescribable. You don't get tired on loving us. You love us regardless. And Father, we are privileged that in such a time as this, we have gotten the grace to fellowship in your love. Thank you for the life of your son, Jesus. Thank you for his death. And Lord, thank you for his resurrection. Thank you for every freedom that we find in him. Thank you for healing. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for grace. Thank you for your gift of righteousness. Buana Asante. Your love has made it so that you cannot leave us and you said you'll never leave. You'll never forsake us. You don't love us because of our performance or our right doing. You love us because your son did what we were supposed to do. You love us because your son suffered our punishment even when we did not know that there is a punishment for our mistakes. Before you formed us in our mother's wombs, you knew us and you ordained us to be your children. Before you formed us in our mother's womb, you chose us to be loved by you. What an honor, O oh God, that we can be loved by the creator of the universe. In your love, there is no judgment. For you said in your word that now therefore there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. So we are free. We are what we are, not because of what we have done or what we are doing, but because of what your son has done and we acknowledge that tonight. Life in you is easy because it is life by grace. You have favored us so much. We did not earn your goodness. Yet you say in your word that your goodness chases, follows us. And Father, tonight we take a moment to stop running so that your goodness and your mercy can fully overtake us fully overtake us in the places of our shame, our worry, our anxiety, our depression, frustrations. Let your goodness, O oh God, catch us. We are 
being still now so that you can be God. To every part of our lives that we cannot do anything to change. Father, we thank you because you can even change the moments and the experiences of our future. And in the places of our mistakes, you have said, even that which we have done wrong, you will use it for our good. You use our mistakes to train us and teach us. And sometimes you use them to align us back to you. We are so grateful that tonight we get, we get to be reminded of your love and of your grace. Father, thank you. Because you said in your word that where two or three gather in your name, you're right there. We know that you are Father of spirits. You are our Father. And you just don't love us like a lover would love. You love us like a father would love. For you are the teacher of all fathers. The spirit of fatherhood is found in you. And in your loving hands, Lord, we are safe. As a father, you provide, you protect, and we are safe in your presence. So tonight we are free as your children to ask of anything from you, to sit down and be fed of your wisdom. For where we want to go, you have already been there. You know the way, you know the route, you know all the stumbling blocks, and you don't want us to get lost. And for some of us that have gone and done wrong, and we know we have done wrong, tonight your love is coming to us as a reckless love. The love that will leave the right and go after us who have done wrong. The love that doesn't get tired on giving us second chances. Father, I want you to know that I appreciate your love and we appreciate your love. That you don't get tired of giving us mercy that you said in your word, your mercies are new every morning. Today we have done enough wrong, but yet the measure of mercy you have given us for today is enough. We are not taking your grace for granted, for your grace is teaching us not to do evil. And Father, for the places we cannot fix by ourselves, we surrender our cares to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for every man that hears this voice. Thank you for every woman that hears this voice. Thank you for every young boy, young girl, father, mother that hears this session tonight. For there will be healing of hearts and minds. For your word, the Bible says, is sharper than any two-edged sword, that it can go into deep places that no surgeon can go but your word can separate even the intents of men your word can put light in the darkest souls father we thank you because you said in your word that the entrance of your word brings light let every form of darkness be vacated as your light enters our hearts 
Lord, every place we were heavy, let that heaviness be moved out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Roho zakukata tama, giving up, quitting on life. This is the moment they encounter your light and they will vacate your people's hearts. The spirits of depression, anxiety, stress, frustration, suicide spirits. This is the day that their operations expire in your people's lives. There is a spirit of joy that comes upon every child of God that hears this session. The spirit that brings back strength, the spirit that brings back hope, the spirit, the spirit that brings back a desire to live. Father, we thank you because our ability to love is found in you. You are the love that we can express to the world. For we cannot love our neighbors by ourselves. For sometimes, oh God, it is even hard to love ourselves. But because we see you loving us, now we can love. Give us grace tonight to love ourselves the way you love us, so that we can love our neighbors the way you love us. Give us grace tonight to show us and show ourselves great mercy, even as you show us great mercy. As you do not punish us and you still give us grace, Lord, tonight, give us the same grace not to keep on punishing ourselves so that we don't also punish others. As we forgive ourselves, Lord, give us grace to forgive others. In the name of Jesus Christ, I surrender this session to you and I pray that God, that which you intended to do tonight, you will do it to the fullest. I pray that I will not get in the way of what you want to minister to your sons and daughters. I pray that no man, no woman, nothing spiritual or physical will get in the way of that which you want to release upon us tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. For we come together in faith declaring that what you cannot do does not exist. Father, your word says all things are possible with you. There might be a person tonight who is facing an impossible situation. It might be a debt, a deadline that they don't know how they're going to solve. It might be a case that they don't know they don't have the wisdom. But God, you are the God of filled with full supplies of good. That you can even give us wisdom on how to handle things we don't know how to handle. So I thank you for your spirit, your angels in motion that are working across the world, bringing peace and healing in our families. Let there be a provision of good things, even as the session goes on tonight. Let there be miracles taking place, miracle money, miracle job provisions. Father, miracles, miracles everywhere. For what you cannot do still does not exist. In the name of Jesus Christ, I surrender this session back to you. Amen. 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 People of God, thank you for joining tonight. I bless God for your lives. And I'm going to start this session by reading um, scriptures. There are going to be many kidogo. And I want you to write and also listen carefully 
So we are going to start from the book of Matthew chapter number 6 and verse 24 to verse 34. Matthew chapter 6 kuanzia mstari wa 24 paka mstari wa 34. Now I'm reading in the name of Jesus. This is what the word of the Lord says. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot save God and save mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Highlight that part. For Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink know about your body what you will put on is it is not life more than food and the body more than clothing look at the bird of the air for they neither sow they neither reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, so that and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow thrown into the oven, will he not more close you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall I eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for, for after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. You need to highlight that part. For your heavenly Father knows you need all these things. And look at the word of God. And the Bible says, But seek first the kingdom of God, and all is righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. You need to highlight this part. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In the name of Jesus Christ. Tonight we are talking about the productivity of rest. The productivity of rest. I'm going to read to you one more passage of scripture. And then we're going to go into it. Now we are reading from Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 6 to verse number 8. Now the Bible says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, by supplication, and by thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses understanding will guard your hearts 
and your minds. And then he says, through Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things that are true, whatsoever things that are noble, whatsoever things that are just, whatsoever things that are pure, whatsoever things that are lovely, whatsoever things that are good report, of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things. And I feel like adding one more scripture for you. And this is Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. And for we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. For we know all things work together for good for those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. For what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us, how shall he not how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Ah, I don't want to continue reading scriptures now. That is Romans chapter 8 verse 31 to verse 32. Child of God, tonight is going to be awesome. I pray that you pray even as you're listening that God will give you grace to understand what I'm saying and what I'm reading for you. Thank you. My for sharing the scriptures in the chat box. So, um, there is also Romans chapter 8, 31 to 32. You have not uh, posted it. And Romans 8, 28. Philippians 4, verse 8 and verse 6. People of God, Ninaamini, I believe that most of us, or all of us, about Tunaskiza tonight, are born again. We are Christians. We are, we have come now into the family of God through Jesus Christ. I want to say something to you. That the Christian life is a very easy life. When I was introduced to this life, I thought it was very tough and very difficult because in those years, all that I was taught is you need to do this so that God can do this. You need to not sin this way. You need not to smoke. You need not to drink. You need to dress in a certain way. You need to fast this way. And it created in me, personally, a mindset that as much as I'm born again, though I am born again, I need to do so much to keep on earning the love of God for me. So there was a pressure constantly to perform, to be 
what God or what I thought God wanted me to be because of the people that mentored me and the teachings that I had for years. So as I was growing up in faith, I came to realize it became a burden to even try to be a child of God. Because the more I kept on trying, the more I kept on missing the mark. There was a time where I encountered God and everything was smooth. But I started growing up and I started messing up. And when I was messing up, I felt guilt and shame. And oftentimes I would feel like I don't deserve to be a child of God because I have done so much wrong. People did not know the wrong that I did. But even the wrong that I did that I knew, whether it was so much or so little, it was too much for me to handle and handle God at the same time because everything that I was testified to me because of the conditioning that I got from my leaders at that time that God cannot accept a man like me. So it was very hard for me to maintain a lifestyle of enjoying the goodness of God because now everything said that you need to be perfect to be loved by God. It's easy for a person that has never fornicated and is born again to live that life and say, why are you guys fornicating or doing this? Because he has been covered by a certain grace that has permitted him not to mess up that way. I have seen in my life as a man of God, men and women of God falling down for the same things they preached against and told people, if you do this, God will not accept you. I'm not here to condone sin or to give you permission to sin anyway. Because most of people that are listening to me now are sinners. Yet we are born again, but we still miss marks once in a while. What I've come to tell you is that even the moments that you miss the mark, they don't change how God sees you. Because Abu, the way God sees you, God does not see you according to your performance. And God did not see you or bless you because of your performance. But God sees you based on what Jesus has done. So if you are to perform, you have to perform according to your understanding of the love of God through Jesus for you. Diomana, many times I've said this. When you go to church and you have to give, or you have to pray, or you have to do anything, even that which we call worship, is supposed to be a response of our understanding of the love of God for us. So worship can go beyond words we sing, beyond what we do in the church. Worship can be everything we do as a response of our awareness or our understanding of how much we know we are loved by God. So we are Skiza, and maybe you are dealing with things in secret. Maybe you are lusting. Maybe you have an affair. Maybe you are indulging yourself into some activities that if the word of the Christian would find out, 
you would you, you would be cast out utakuwa condemned sijui wewe unapitia nini cha silini i don't know because most of the things that we go through because of our society of believers and how believers take life most of the things that we go through we are having even difficulties to share them because we are afraid on the judgment that will come from the people of faith and every man that judges another because of the mistakes that they have done is the man that has not understood number one, the grace of god and number two, how god loves when you look at the bible and all the men that god used you will come to a conclusion that god never used a perfect man but god used imperfect men who availed themselves that is the key word to him because it is not the nature of god to force anything on anyone so as imperfect as you are you can earn so much grace and honor from god and the blessing by availing yourself to him knowing that you are still imperfect because now our perfection is not of ourselves but through the man Jesus Christ. Well, you can want to be used by God and the criteria is not perfection. The criteria is your availability before your God. Your perfection is none of our business and to be honest, God doesn't care about your perfection as you can think. God cares about what Jesus did for you. So everything God has done and made available for us is through the man Jesus. So you cannot at any moment awezi ukamkimbia Yesu na kufanikiwa. So there are people that are listening to me. Wokovu umekuchosha. Yeah, I'm going to use that word. You are tired of this salvation thing because it appears to not be working for you. You see prayers not answered. It feels like as if God is very far away and you feel deeply deeply unqualified to be either a servant sometimes even a child of God because if you look at your record you can actually say I don't deserve and that my friend is a lie you have believed from the pit of hell because that is not how God sees you he has never seen you and he's not going to start today to see you in that light. Mungu hatokutazama kwa jicho la makosa yako. God will never look at you through the eye of your performance, mistakes, faults and shortcomings. If God is to look at you, he will look at you through the eye of the sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross. You need to understand how salvation works. It works through the man. Diomana, the Bible says that the grace of God in our lives can be increased. But the way it is increased can only be through the increased knowledge of Jesus Christ and his father. The more you know God, the more you know Jesus and what he did for you, the more you get more of the grace of God. So kuna watu ambao mnaangaika sana 
Kuna watu ambao mnatubu sana na sisemi ni vibaya. But true repentance is never saying I'm sorry for 30 days, but changing of the mindset. So when you say I'm sorry in your knees, on your knees, and then go out there and think the same way, you have not repented because true repentance is not fearing remorse over yourself or sorry. It is actually a change of mindset. So you can repent in so many levels and we repent every day. The more you can see your life and see it the right way and stop seeing everything the way you used to see it, you are repenting. The reason why I'm preaching now is to cause you to repent, meaning to change the way you think about yourself and about God because God in your life, God is not a monster and is not supposed to be. So when we read from Matthew, I want you to really really go with me in these scriptures. Because all the passage that we read uh, Matthew chapter 6, it is trying to tell you that child of God, hustle is good. Hard work is good. Laboring and being diligent is good. But toiling and suffering and stressing is not okay because God cares. And actually, the order of things is that God can take care of you more than you can take care of yourself. But now, there is a temptation of flesh of man. And in this temptation is the temptation to be in control. Kinachowatesa wanadamu sio kwamba wana shida nyingi kuliko watu wengine, sio kwamba mambo yao ni magumu sana. It is the nature of the flesh to want to take control, to control the outcome of how our children will be the outcome of how our marriages will be the outcome of how our finances will be we want to be able to predict and say now this is the way things will be and to be honest the bible says even men that prophesize meaning that men that speaks of the future or see the future can only prophesy in part no matter what you can think you see or you have seen about your future what you have seen is only a part So a child of God is full of control when it comes to the present moment, the now moment. What you do now is everything. This moment and time, this is the most important thing in your life because you can change to turn uh, the direction of your life in this moment. Dio maana Biblia inasema now faith. This is why when you read the Bible, the Bible talks of one thing. If you hear my voice today, It never talks about tomorrow. It never talks about the future in that way. Even faith, the Bible says, faith is now. Now faith. So you have to understand, the more you keep on planting the right seed in the present moment, you are decorating your future. And you cannot at any moment, any moment, underestimate the power of doing the right thing in the present moment. You being here tonight is a seed that can yield a harvest. It's a right move. But the outcome of the seed you plant now, you is not even in your control, but is in the hands of God. We have to reach a place and understand that we don't have as much control as we think in our flesh. Tuna control ndogo sana and that which we can only control is now and this moment. So if you have to talk to someone now this is all you can do so kuna watu ambao wamejikuta kutokana na 
hofu za miili yao wapo siku zote kwenye future zao wapo siku zote kwenye their past this is the reason why many people cannot forgive people this is also the reason why many cannot forgive themselves because there is an ego pride inside of them that refuses to let go of that which happened to them and that which they did to themselves child of god you are not what you did you are not what people did to you you are not what people said you are what the word of god says you are so right now you can begin to make changes into the right direction you may have been a woman or a man that have done all the wrong move but the beauty of life is that you can be 40 and decide to make everything right it is only the men of pride that keep on sticking to the messes they created years and years ago it is only women of pride because the nature of depression stress and anxiety is rooted in pride the spirit of taking control the spirit of um being in church let me tell you something kuna watu wanaitwa control freaks because they want to control what people do what people say where people are what people because at the end of the day you cannot control anybody you don't control there are people that have raised their children with money and everything that you can think of only for their children to turn up negative there are people that have been raised in the church and only to turn up evil but even to them the grace is still enough what i'm saying is this if you keep on planting the right seeds a moment at a time your harvest shall be great if you keep on planting the right seeds a moment at a time your harvest shall be great so you are where you are today because of the seeds you planted years and years ago and probably are the seeds that other people planted on your life years and years ago but they planted that now that you have come into maturity you have to understand that it is given you to guard your heart with all diligence you have to protect your peace of mind what and the person that talks to you people that advise you people that come to your counsel it is now up to you biblia imesema hivi usidanganyike mwana wa mungu bad company destroys good character you may have a very bad character now because of the people that raised you the friends you have chosen child of god you cannot keep on staying with people that look like where you're coming from and expect to go to where god is calling you it doesn't work like that if you want to be better introduce yourself and pay whatever price to be in an atmosphere of better people people that do what you don't do people that pray the way you don't pray people that talk the ways you don't talk discuss things you don't You have to learn to introduce yourself to the right atmosphere because that's how men change. If you don't know how to pray, find men that can pray. If you don't know how to organize yourself, find men that can organize themselves. It is the nature of men and the flesh of man to go back to places where they are coming from. To go back because those now are familiar places. The mind of a man can only think of familiar things. This is why faith talks of what is to come so when you have confidence when you have assurance that what god said about you is true and it shall come to pass that's when faith begins to be activated every wanasema 95% of what a man thinks on a daily basis is what the man has already always been thinking of 
Kwa wengi tulionao, most people that we know are thinking thoughts that they have thought for years and they are repeating them. This is why many are addicted to worry and stress. But look at what God says in Matthew. He says God takes care of things that have no understanding. He closes them, he feeds them. And the Bible gives us a question that what about you? Are you not more valuable to him than the lilies of the valley, than the birds of the sky? Are you not more valuable to him? But in the process of God taking care of you, you can be a hindrance of that process. As much as God loves you, you can come in a way of blocking the supply of his care for you. Because now you have the intelligence of your own, consciousness of your own, and you can decide instead of taking care of yourself, but worry. What the Bible talks about that is the problem is worry and fear and anxiety. All these things, they block the supply of the goodness of God for you. So how to overcome worry and fear and anxiety and all these things is first to realize and remind yourself even on a daily basis that God loves you. You may not know what God is going to do next, but according to the scripture, what God has in mind for your next is a good thing. In Jeremiah, the Bible says, I know the plans that I have for you. So the next move of God concerning your life is a good one. And the good of God is not the good of man. God has planned to give you what you have never prayed for. And even what you have prayed for, God has planned to give you more than what you have prayed for. So if God is thinking of giving you the next good thing, believe me, what you think God will do, God will do above that which you have thought. Mungu anakuazia mawazo mema sana. Hakuazi kutokana na ulivofanya because God is incapable of dwelling in the past. He, your sins, he has forgotten. So God, when he looks at you, he does not remember the messes you made. You might remember, but he doesn't. And God is not a man that he should lie, that he can dwell in the fornication you did three months ago. Many people have lost their blessings because they believed that God now is not giving them what they prayed for because of what the wrong, the wrong they have done. If the wrong you have done can hinder your blessing, then what Jesus did on the cross is of no value. The gospel of the grace of God is here to give us freedom. Look at this child of God and hear me well. The Bible says when you are stressed, when you are worried, there is a tool that God has given us. This is why the devil fights men not to pray. Because every time you're worried, the Bible says, give that worry to God. Cast all your cares onto him because he cares for you. Now, all means all. Everything you're worried about from your health, your children, your money, your career, everything, even when it, it is about yourself, the Bible says, if you give me that care, I'll show you my care. But it is the nature of the flesh. This is why you have to practice this. It is the nature of the flesh to want to be in control, to want to try to predict how tomorrow will be. And many people have failed. They have never been able to do that. And because 
most of the things that men are worried about are the things that they cannot control. Why should you worry about that which you cannot control? You have no means in your own understanding to make that money come to to come tomorrow. You have no means by yourself to raise that 50 million in two days from now. And you know that to be true. So worrying about it is not the right move even though your flesh will try to tell you that that is the right move. So that concern is supposed to be handed over into the hands of God who has the database of the entire world and including the angels and he can make that happen. Many people don't believe that you can actually do nothing and be blessed. That is because of the nature of the flesh of men. And when I say do nothing, I'm not talking about not working. Because God has designed us to work strategically. Kuna watu wengi kutokana na haraka walizokuwa nazo kwenye maisha, wamefanya vitu vingi sana. Only to realize that three years later, they are right where they were. Miaka mitatu iliyopita. But they have been hustling and hustling. But if they would take one step at a time, one move at a time with the help of God, they would be very far now. Kuliko walivyokuwa wanahangaika. Now they are here, exhausted, tired, frustrated because they were in a hurry. People that are in a hurry to find love end up missing it. People that are in a hurry to find comfort and affection end up missing it because the law of the Lord is that he can only be manifested when you are still. It is true that God works when you rest. And when you work, God rests. Now, you have to understand, it's not about physical labor, but about internal labor. The more you are worried about what you're going through, the more you are saying to God, I got this, you rest. The more you relax and let it into the hands of God, the more you are telling God, you can handle this and I rest. Look at this. God intends and he intended it from the creation of, from the beginning that he would work with men. Yaani ni kwamba anataka kutembea na wewe, kufanya kazi na wewe akiwa anatembea na wewe na pia he wants to work for you. Anataka kukufanyia kazi. Ah, God wants to work for you. So the, this is the math. He wants to work for you as he walk with you. So you can do everything you can. So whatsoever you can not do, let it go. But that which you can do, do it with all your mighty, all your power, all your mind. Because that now becomes the seed of a better future. So we are designed to be in control of one thing, ourselves in the present moment and not nobody that is not here. I'm not in control of how you understand what I'm saying to you. I'm not in control of how you're going to react to this teaching. I'm not in control of what you're thinking of my English or Swahili. I'm not in control of your thoughts. And I'm not supposed to worry about it. Let me tell you something. When you go to talk to someone and you're making a proper conversation, as good as you can be, you can try to ask for feedback, but you're not in control on how the person understands you. Many of times we go and talk to people and they hear us, but they don't get the intent of our message. Kunamda tumekwa misinterpreted, yet we carried good intentions. There are people that have also misunderstood the love of God because it felt too good to be true and they said we don't deserve it. It's a lie. You deserve the love. 
Child of God, hear me. You did not create yourself. God created you. He has a way of taking care of you. He has a system laid. That life can be so supernatural. Marriages can be so safe. Relationships can be so enjoyable if men would learn to rest, to relax, and allow God to work on their spouses and allow God to work on their children. It's a temptation of every parent to be worried about how their children will turn out to be. Nobody can handle that but God. You can only do plant seeds. So in the place of worry, you can be planting bad seeds and seeds you don't like. There are many of us that have destroyed things in the place of worry. We wanted to show our partners, our friends, our family that we are worried about them. And we ended up wounding them by the language of our worry and fear. We ended up giving them so much discomfort by our worry and fear. We have sometimes killed relationships because we were afraid of tomorrow. You don't know tomorrow. Nobody knows tomorrow, but you have this moment. This is the time to plant the right seed. I was teaching people a few days ago from Kampala about giving. When you are to give, you don't wait until tomorrow to give. You give now. The Bible says, give us today our daily bread. God provides every day, so we have to give every day. We don't give to support ministry. We don't give to help God. We give so that we can be supported by God. Because he's the one that gave us the ability even to be in a place to actually give. So when you don't give, whether it is tithe, thanksgiving, normal giving, sacrificial giving, you are trying to send a signal to your God that I got it by myself. I, you are not my source. You are not my provider. I am in charge. I make this for me. Child of God, that is the lie. Everything that you are is because you are tied to the vine, which is God. This is why some people will start giving when they are frustrated or when they are in a very difficult time and they don't see an harvest. Child of God, we give daily. We bless daily. We plant good seeds every day. So you don't have to wait until the service come for you to give. You can give every day. Imagine sometimes we give us more than we give God. We eat more. There are someone here that can buy a pizza of 50,000 Tanzanian shillings and only to give God 5,000 Tanzanian shillings. Now the question is, are you giving to God or are you giving to the pizza? Because why is it when we give to God, we give less? And then when we give to the things that perish, we give more. Because at the end of the day, your sacrifice at one time will have to speak for you. And there are people that are tormented by spiritual forces because when in the spirit their sacrifices are looked at, there is no sacrifice at all. All they gave is their change money. All they gave is their list. You give God the list of your time. Everything we give to God, and yet we expect him to give us the best. God does not need anything from us. But one thing that is very true is Hannah has to be given to God for giving us life, for giving us family, for giving us children. We have to honor. We don't give because God needs. We give because we appreciate. So if this day is over and you have not given to God, it means there is a lack of appreciation in your life. It tells you that you can even go and work so that you can bless God because he has blessed you so much. 
to my man of God and his ministry I give daily because his grace sustains me. I told his people that I don't give to support their ministry because I have no way to support his ministry. His ministry and the grace supports me. So what I do, I don't care about the amounts. I don't care about the, 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 the type of dollar, whatever. I send to God as an appreciation that God, you are keeping me today. I was supposed to be dead years ago, but you saw it fit to give me another chance. Then I was supposed to die again, and you saw it fit. A few days ago, I was about to hit by a car, and something supernatural happened, and he gave me life. The sacrifice you give will speak for you. It is the nature of the things of God, but it is always a day at a time. So hear me, child of God. There, you are not supposed to worry, not about what you give, not about what you plant. You are not control of the harvest, but you are control over the seed and the timing of the seed you plant. So you don't have to worry. The Bible says don't worry about anything. So now, which word will you trust? The one that your head tells you or the one that the word of God says? Your child will be fine. Your son will be fine. Your marriage will be fine. So when you rest, you begin to see things the right way. When you relax, you begin to see the world the right way. Now you can start making the right moves. It is very hard to be creative and come out with creative things that will change the world when you are worried. There are some times when you are too worried that you can't even see what is right in front of you. Have you ever been in your house and you look around and you are looking for a key that is right in front of you because you have panicked now you cannot see many people have destroyed so many things because they were panicking out of worry they were panicking and they disqualified themselves out of relationship careers workplaces and businesses they were panicking and they picked up on the wrong enemies there are things that we are not supposed to do at all Kwamfano, the devil is not supposed to get our attention for the devil to get even your attention, he has already won. Niliwambia watu wa mungu one day. There are low grade demons. There are demons you don't have to fight. In the name of people too. Kuna watu utakiata kuagyu now. They are filled with demons. They are low grade demons. They are looking for attention. That's what the devil does. The devil wants attention. He wants to poke you. And he wants to see your reaction. And now you are praying because the devil strangled you in the night. But for you to go to a place where the devil can strangle you in the middle of the night is because maybe you missed something. Instead of panicking and start casting the devil out, relax, child of God, and sit down and say, Father, I thank you because now you're showing me where I opened the door for this devil to come through. We are not designed to be led by the devil into the wilderness. We are led by the Spirit of God. Child of God, listen to me. I don't know what you're going through. But I'm telling you in the name of Jesus. If you don't know what to do, let it go. Let go. Let go. Let go of what they did. Let go of what they say they will do. Let go of what you don't know how you're going to make it happen. Let go and let God. Let go and leave it to God. And as you leave it to God, remember that even when all hell break, breaks loose, you can be making advances. You can be building your company in the middle of the pandemic. You can be writing your new book, making new songs, 
learning a new skill. In the place that your family is not in order, you can be making millions. You can be advancing in places of, the, uh, of not rest. Look at this. On, in the places of storms. Jesus was in the boat and he was sleeping. And his disciples were screaming, dying. The man knew of the God that takes care of him and how much he loves him that he cannot allow him to drown and die in that death. So he slept. Look at Adam. Adam tried to name all the animals by himself and he couldn't. So it was only when he rested in a deep rest that a woman was taken out of him. And when the man saw the woman, he knew there is something that takes place. When you rest, you begin to see right and you begin to name right and you begin to take the right steps forward. Because the Bible says the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. God cannot order your steps if you are not rested. God cannot give you a better revelation if you are not rested. So when I say relax, I say be still. When I say utulivu, this is what I mean. You are giving God a platform to showcase his power and his glory in your life. I know you have debts, I know you have enemies, but there are enemies you don't need to fight. You don't have to create wars in your head that people are thinking bad of me. Have you not known that the devil is the master of deception? Now because people said this guy or this woman is thinking bad of you or saying bad of you. Now when you look at them you see the words that people said. Every time there is a third person you are entitled, you, you are going for a deception. It is the nature of the Bible that where the two are involved and there is the third voice that said, he said or said or she said or thought, there is a devil in the process. There is a deception at work. Child of God, if you are bringing or raising or building something with two people or one person or four people and you have come into an agreement, let no fifth person or no extra person come in the picture. Because the voice of people that seems to care is not the voice of people that actually cares. Kuna watu ambao wanaonekana kama wanajali, but in actual sense they don't care. They seem to, seeming to, and actually being is different. So these people that come speaking all the nice things in the wrong way, they can be agents. Listen, the agents of the devil don't come with horns. They come just like their father. They have suggestions. So when it comes to business, when it comes to ministry, when it comes to all these things, remember to be still. Remember to relax. I want to say something before I go. The word Rafa, I said the other time, is the word the healer, the restorer. The healing power of God is not limited to sicknesses and diseases. No, God heals broken hearts. God heals broken minds. God heals, it means he restores, he brings back to a state of wholeness. God heals broken relationship. God can fix even cars. But the healing power of God is not limited just to these things that he has to fix. There is a way God heals. So the word Rafa means the healer or the restorer or the one who brings back what was lost. 
but also the same word in its roots is the word that stands for relax. The word Rafa means relax. It means be still. In Asematulia, it also a translation of the word Rafa. So God Jehovah Rafa is the God of your relaxation, stillness, calmness, and serenity. Unaposema huyu ni Mungu, aponyae, Jehovah Rafa, you are talking of God who gives rest. God who gives rest. So when men are rested, God heals. When men are rested, God restores. Child of God, even if the doctor said you have cancer or, or any other disease, if you can learn not to worry about it, you will be amazed by the speed of your recovery. Sometimes what kills people is the information or the report they get from the doctor more than the power of the disease itself. So the moment they said you have cancer in your breast, the, the report of the doctor killed you more than the cancer. The moment they said you have HIV, the report killed you more than the power of the virus itself. Child of God, hear me and hear me well. God loves you. And he wants you to know that even as you are going into this next month, the month of March, he has your back. He has gone before you. He has gone to make ways for you. Unajua mungu watu mtetei? He is God. He does not need no man to defend him. He does not need no man to stand in his gap for him. So when we say your life is going to turn out fine, it's not because we just want to give you a false hope. Because that is the nature of God. But can you relax? Your relaxation should depend on you knowing that he loves you. You knowing that he cares for you. You knowing that he is for you. Look at how he takes care of everything else. Will he not take care of you? Will he not give you something better than what you used to have? Will he not restore you to your original glory and give you the glory that is better than what you used to have? God cares. God loves. God wants to work for you. Miaka yako ya kuishi hapa duniani kwa Mungu ni michache sana. So he wouldn't want you to waste your years because of pride. Can you do you realize that whatsoever you're going through you can actually enjoy in the middle of your season? You can enjoy. They are about to chase you out of the job, but you know that God has pre prepared a better job for you. You may not know from what company. You may have to wait a little bit, but in your waiting time you can be more productive even the way that you used to be, more than the way you used to be. What wa Mungu listen? God wants us to enjoy this life. This is why Jesus said, I've come to give you not just life, life more abundantly. There is a lifestyle believers are supposed to live. That where you are in a place and you don't have money and it's not about your 200 or 3000, that when you don't have it, you have to beg everybody. Relax, child of God. In my own life, I've been in places where money was not there. Not once, not twice. But I've learned when their supply seems to be cut off to wait on the Lord. And as I wait, God always gives me more, whether I'm working or not working, than what I've even wanted. I remember one day God told me, I want to show you how I supply, and I supply more than what you need. And God gave me what I needed for almost a year in one day. 
And he didn't use people I knew. He didn't use connections I knew. Always I knew. It was just an ordinary day. I'm about doing my stuff, not worried. Moving into my business. And everything that I ever wanted was taken care of supernaturally, just like that. And the Lord asked me and gave me a challenge. He said, son, what do you want? Now I learned that faith is easy when you know God cares for you. Because what you need is not a surprise to him. Nothing catches your God by surprise. Unachotaka, see your surprise, kwake. Not, not at all. So I say, God, I need this. And he said, relax, son. So every moment when I wake up in the morning, I lift up my hands and I say, God, I thank you because not you're going to provide. No, I thank you because you have provided that which I said I wanted. God has already handled it. It's about to be delivered onto my doorstep. So I move, and it's true, child of God, you can get things you never worked for. And at the same time as you're getting what you never worked for, you're also reaping a reward of that which you worked for. Because God wants you to work with your hands, but never suffer as you work. Never suffer as you work. I'm going to do a special session to teach you guys, people of God, on how to give. It is awesome what God taught me. I do it every day, and I am super free. Every single day. I cannot share it with one minute or two. I'm, I think I'm going to do it tomorrow evening. Help you understand giving and how to give it. It will all remove all the pressures, all these things. And you will see the rewards of your giving almost instantly. Because God always provides. No matter what we demand, it's available in his store. He will never run short. His stock will never Go short. And God does not want you to do anything but rest in Him, loving Him. And now, if He tells you to do anything, you do that with everything you have and you do it timely. And I want to bless the Lord for your lives. Now, if you are blessed with tonight's session, naomba useme, Amen, Apo Ulipo.